0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social
1: Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Cook and Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global with the public workout here for the Copper Box Show this Saturday night. Live in Sky Sports, Lawrence Cody taking on Waddy Camacho. How are you, Lawrence, Sir? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah. How are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. Uh, three or four days out now from fight night. How are you feeling ahead of your clash with Wadi Kamacho?
0: Just normal. Uh, like I said, I've had good profile fights, domestic fights, so I'm just
1: boxing, you know. Are you expecting a difficult night on Saturday? Uh, hopefully
0: not. So um, I prepared for it just in case, but hopefully, you know, my power and um, movement and just overall ability shows on the night. Um, Wadi's obviously shown himself to have
1: had some good um fights at the Messi level so hopefully I can be a car above. It seems that Wadi is kind of having a second wind in his career, kind of he done what he did at the start and then kind of slipped off the scene a little bit but now he's kind of got himself back into contention. Um, are you kind of viewing him the same fighter as say the one that fought Isaac Chamberlain?
0: Uh, probably a little bit better, um, because he's a bit more experienced, he's on a winning streak, he's feeling good about himself, winning the combo title, he keeps talking about his um, new team, so um, definitely uh, he's, he's probably at a new stage in his life, but ultimately it's just it's just a
1: boxing match. If things to go your way this Saturday night, is that you done with kind of domestic level then? Yeah, i, I like to believe so.
0: Um, I feel like... It's, it's hard because obviously, you know, um, I do want experience, but at the same time it's just like I can't keep going back and forth seeing who's the best in London or England or Britain. I have aspirations of climbing up the levels and proving it to myself. Um, can I become European champion? Can I become world champion? I'm not going to do that if I keep on um, getting dragged into just domestic dust-ups like this one. So I want to push on to the, the next level. Can you promise us an exciting fight on Saturday? It really depends. I mean, it takes two to have an exciting fight. I'm going to definitely promise to um, put it all out there. Uh, I've been reviewing some of my old fights, been reviewing some of my old sparring footage, and just, you know, I like what I see when I watch that, where I don't like some of my other fights. But it depends. Like When certain fighters come to actually fight, it ends up being a good fight. And um, I've been working on my inside work, on my instincts on the inside. So all I can say is I hope so.
1: I want to flash back now to the second of March. You, uh, I'm assuming you were at home watching the boxing from Peterborough, uh, and then yeah, social media pretty much blew up when you sent a tweet saying that you would beat Dylan White. Can you just talk to me about what was kind of going on in your mind before sending that tweet?
0: Yeah, just um, I heard Dylan White talking about how a particular fight would beat me, and I just feel like he's got a big platform and he constantly uses it to um, throw dirt on my name, you know, talking about me, um, should have been disqualified, Chamberlain would beat me, and I just keep thinking maybe because I'm signed by AJ, he consistently uses his platform to talk about my boxing. So as a boxer, I thought to myself, hold on, what's my opinion on me versus Dylan White? I believe I beat Dylan White, so I put it out there, and that's how I feel as a boxer, you should be allowed to. Say this how you feel, whether or not he believes it, whether or not you believe it or anyone believes it. If I believe it to be true, I could voice that opinion. So that's what that was.
1: As that tweet went on, obviously Dylan White was in Peterborough. We interviewed Dylan White. He kind of took it from outside of the ring to the, I'm going to say the street, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but what were your kind of thoughts on those comments that not kind of referring him to the boxing ring, some of the comments were, but then he kind of made references to outside of the ring, should we say?
0: uh Just Dylan White being childish. I mean, as a millionaire from boxing uh, of 30, going on 31, you kind of think he would, um you know, take boxing as boxing and leave that stuff alone. But you know, I've heard him say it several times. You know, every pretty much everyone he's ever boxed, he said AJ. He said Dave Allen. He said um everyone. Like, if you just go back and watch, he always says, "I'm gonna attack you. I'm gonna do that another." So I think it's just in his makeup. You know, um they say he's hot-headed and stuff. So I just take it as it where it is.
1: I think his exact words in the interview was, when he sees you, he's going to punch you up. So, again, what was going on through your head when you kind of hear him saying those words? I just went to bed and
0: slept like a baby. Uh, I just tweeted, like I said, what I said, it's not anything I'm afraid to say. I tweeted him with his name, so he knows I've added him. And also, he knows I see him at any of these shows. So it's not a big deal to me talking about all that kind of stuff and it's just like I said it's childish real real stuff really happens and I don't think any police officers go to bed thinking about what Dylan White's up to so I'm not really going to pay much note to I'm just going to live my life and uh, see what happens
1: Lawrence you've released some sparring footage Um, can you tell us a little bit about first of all what year that was and secondly can you kind of give us a little bit more insight into that sparring session, the particular one you put out with Dylan White?
0: It was like December of 2015. That's the last time. Uh, wasn't, that wasn't the last time you sparred. I've got obviously other sparring footage of uh, me and Dylan. Um, and, you know, like I said, I've got sparring footage of me with countless top-quality fighters, you know, Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, Joe Joyce, Daniel. I've got sp- The thing is, is that once he started speaking about all the outside stuff, I started thinking to myself, well, he's allowed to talk about Attacking me outside the ring, why can't I post and sparring? And to be fair, that's not even the best of the sparring, that's just like a little little clip. I thought we would have a back and forth, but he just it just said it obviously um, it was taken down and that's it really.
1: So are you are you saying obviously we saw what we saw in the in the clip, but that day in particular, the sparring with Dylan White, you'd say that you got the better of Dylan White in that sparring session, that particular one? Like
0: I said, I'm not really fussed on who got the better, who didn't. Like like I said, I just believe that Dylan White is a good fighter and I have so much respect and love him and I wish him nothing but the best in his career.
1: I asked Eddie Hearn about this earlier on I mean what's the realistic chances and he kind of umming and ahhing obviously but what would you say it's in in it for Dylan Wyatt where he is in his career and I'm just talking about kind of where people are in their careers in terms of experience and what they're chasing at this particular time. What is in it for Dylan White to face you right now? Does that make any sense on his behalf?
0: No, it doesn't make any sense. If I'm, I'm not insane. I'm quite rational. So I know Dylan White is on the verge of a heavyweight world title with millions of pounds on the line. But I didn't say, I want to fight Dylan White next, calling Eddie screaming and trying. I just said, I believe I'll beat him. That's, that's it. Someone in his position could literally just have laughed and giggled. I think he started the interview off very well. Like, oh, Lawrence is stupid. Like. And that, to me, that's... A reasonable response. But then you know, I think with his reaction it kinda of took a bit more to social media. Like my thing there, most people just say you're crazy, what are you talking about? But with his reaction, it kinda of spread out, so I'm not really fussed, you know what I mean? Like I said, like I have a fight on Saturday which I'm extremely focused on and I have aspirations as a cruise weight. But I don't know, like I, said, I don't say stuff for no reason. I would take the fight, but it's not one I'm gunning for and I doubt it's one he should be gunning for in his position.
1: Okay, well, listen, that's kind of what that is at the moment. You've got a job to do this Saturday, but let me just ask you. Things go your way on Saturday night, which you are hoping they do. Do you envisage that you will fight for a world title by the end of 2019? I think
0: it's very possible as long as I can win well. So I have to stop Wadi. Otherwise, it slows me down again. So I have to stop Wadi. And then there's people like Kevin arena who's IBO world champion, who, although I don't think it's one of the major world titles, he's ranked like top five in all the governing bodies. So that's a good potential fight. Um, um, Lebedev, uh, Eddie Hearn could, like, keeps talking about that fight. That's a fight that could happen. So I think if I'm able to win two good fights like that, that puts me in strong contention to the box for the world title. But like I said, it's all about whether or not I can perform in the ring or not. You know, we could talk about it here, but I have to actually go out and win.
1: All right, Lawrence. Well, listen. Thank you very much for your time. We wish you the best of luck on Saturday night, and uh, we'll catch up with you at the press conference tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast. Sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.